listen to Mark and Neanderthal when you get to work with the free KSLX app. Sounds good and loud. 100.7 KSLX. Okay, so let's pick up with Tess, who was on line three and got herself some tickets for Saturday at the Arizona Taco Festival at Westworld of Scottsdale. Nice job, Tess. Hi, Tess. Welcome to the radio program. Do us a favor quick and turn down your radio because everything is going to be in a delay and it's going to confuse you. Okay. All right, excellent. Now, <laughs> now uh, welcome to the radio program. Here's what's going to happen. Uh, we have two stories here. Mark has a story. I have a story. These are stories that take place uh, between Friday and Monday uh, when we leave the radio station. Every weekend, something happens to us, and we decide to sort of relay those stories to you. But you have to make the choice between one or the other. Mark's story is? My wife found a couple of things that I thought were lost to time this weekend, as well as something that was a little embarrassing to me, and I would not want you to see, Tess. Right. My story is a question, and and I'm not sure you're going to be able to answer it for me, but (laughs) I've been divorced for a couple of years now, um, and I'm not sure, but I might be in a relationship nobody told me about. Which story sounds more interesting to the audience? I want to go with the second story. The relationship story. The relationship story, yeah. A a story of relationships is interesting. This is a good one, Tess. Uh, I'm not sure why this happened, but on Friday night slash Saturday morning, I got a text from a friend of mine, a female friend of mine, at 1.40 in the morning, which is always good news. Uh, It turns out her boyfriend left her in the lurch and couldn't give her a ride to the airport so that she could go to Central America. She's going on a trip to Central America. She's in her 40s and doing the backpack student hostel thing in Central America. Very hygienic, I imagine. She's, <laughs> she packed, I think, two two, piece, two changes of underwear. I'm not sure. <clears throat> I picture her standing on the on the, on the the banks of a river just slapping her panties yes. on a rock or something like that. a washboard with her. Yeah. Yep. So how that's going to work. But that's not really the story. The story is when I went to, I did agree to take her to the airport because I'm a good friend, and I went to pick her up from her apartment. She gets in my truck and hands me the keys to her apartment. Says, hey, I don't want to lose these. I'm, you know, I don't want to lose these over in Central America where I'm going. Um, take care of these for me. I'm like, why Why are you giving me the keys to your apartment? Like, we're not, we're not that close of friends. We're really not. I mean, we're, here's the thing. She's my mus- musculoskeletal therapist. She's not really my, she's not a massage therapist. Okay. She's like, I go to her for, for a therapeutic massage and we, we've sort of developed a friendship. We go to lunch every once in a while, that kind of thing. But she handed me the keys to her house. What does that mean? Well, I, what I think it means is I have to pick her up from the airport now. Well, she can't get in without she seeing yes. you before she goes home. Yes, so when, she's on the hook for that. So you're on the hook. Yeah, when she comes back into the United States, the first person that she has to see when she lands at the airport is me, yeah. so that she can gain access into her domain. <laughs> I, my, I, and I'm not having sex with this woman. Lord knows, I'm not having sex with this woman. We do not. We don't date. I mean, we've gone out to lunch. It's not like there's nothing romantic here. But why am, did, I, am I in a relationship, Tess? Uh, yeah, but you just didn't know about it. So. Why didn't the boyfriend get the keys? I don't know. Did, she dump, boy, him? Did the, she dump him because no, he didn't give her a ride? No, she didn't dump it. I was here's the other thing. This huh. is the other the other kick in the nuts. I was third on the list of people she tried to contact. Yeah, that, see, that in and of itself should tell you where I sit in the hierarchy of friendship. I think what's happening here is that, you know, the bad boy exciting boyfriend didn't come through. She went to somebody else, that didn't happen. And you, well, she likes you as a friend. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm in the <laughs> You've got that really exciting position of dependable friend. Yeah, I'm I'm like a brother to her, yeah, which means yeah, which yeah. means and th- I'm thankful for this part, I'll never see her naked. Yeah, there's um, your, there's your relationship yeah. right there. 
But that is the most commitment. You're the last resort. I am. I, and, and the thing about it is, when she comes back to the United States in a couple of weeks, I have to now I have to pick her up at the airport because how else is she going to get home? Right, exactly. And she doesn't have a key to get into her house. I have more commitment to this yep. woman than I had from with my ex-wife. Yep. What the hell? You can go over and look for money, though, in her place. I, you know, I don't want to. Check wanna, for coins, I'm not, money, I'm et cetera. I, I, I will tell you this, and this is a story we can get into a little later on uh, regarding uh, uh, Lemmy and, and having to sedate her. I thought about going and stealing my friend's car so that I could use her car to take Lemmy to the vet. <laughs> I did think about that, and then I thought about security cameras in her apartment yeah. complex. And because any accidents, it would be in her yeah, car. Yeah, yeah. Well, and why not? Sure. Right. right. All right, Tess, well... Right. well th- Make sure you feed her plants. Right, exactly. Yeah. Did, did you say feed her crabs? No, oh, plants. 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 Yep, yeah. water the plants. plants. Feed the plants. Yeah. All right. I, I don't know how that works. Tess, you've been uh, you've been fantastic. Hang on the line. There you go. All right. So the answer is yes, I'm in a relationship. You're in some kind of relationship. That doesn't, doesn't make sense. sounds terribly exciting. But. No, no. It's well, it's, um, it's a relationship with me. It can't be that exciting. That's right, yeah, exactly. Yeah. How exciting can it be? All right. It's Mark and Neanderthal, 100.7. KSLX. Why do you have the keys? Why do I have the keys? Kegger at her house? Yes. <laughs> you know, the more I think about that story you just told about your... It's a, it, we'll say you're a massage therapist, even though it's a, it's a more medical term that she uses. Yeah, but yeah, she hates being called a massage therapist. You drove her to the airport, and she just handed you her keys and says, here, hang on to these till I get back. And so it, it's weird because keys are a pain in the neck when you go on vacation. It's like, what do you do with your keys? You don't need them. Right. I'm always like, do I do I bury them in my suitcase? Because then I'll forget where they are in the suitcase, and i got to dig them out so I can get into my house. And at that point, I'll probably have to take a leak, and I'm throwing stuff all over the place. And you really can't put them in, a, like, a safe deposit box because then you got to go to the bank you got to anyway. go to the bank. Yeah, yeah. Or, or, you know, or if you put them in a box at, like, the airport, then you still have a key. You still got to deal with the key. You know what I mean? <laughs> yes, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm stuck with another key. Where are my keys? I don't know what I'm going to do with my keys. Yeah, so uh, that's just a weird deal. But uh, her giving you the keys is very, it's kind of presumptuous. It was, it was weird. It was really aggressive, too. She gets in the in the truck and she goes, hey, uh, hey, thanks for coming to pick me up. I appreciate you doing that. Hey, I'm going to give these to you. What, what are you giving to me? Why, why? Now I have the responsibility of, of maintaining and protecting her house. See, now you you have access to her place. I now. do have access to her place. And, and here's the thing. I made it very clear. I said, just so you know, I know this doesn't need to be said, but I am not going to your house. I actually think like you should. I, I'm not going to her house. I was not. I mean, and I, I made it clear to her. I'm not going to your house. I'm not interested in going to your house. I don't want to be in your house. Like, if I wanted to be in her house, no, I, I, I wouldn't have pulled into the driveway to pick her up. I would have gone to the door and knocked on the door. Yeah. Like, we're not even friends to that point. I've never been in her house. Here's the deal. I just learned where she lived yesterday. Here's the deal. You got to listen. She was very presumptuous. So we're going to have to punish her in some way. Let's just give away her stuff. Oh, well, then on look, the I, guess, I guess I stand like corrected. To, yeah. I am going to her you house. Know, today we can give away, I don't know. Uh, Dishes and crockeries. Dishes and crockeries, <laughs> and let's throw silverware in there too. All right, you well that's the bonus. Sure, right? that's like the, that's like the, the the gift certificate that you get. The the price is right. Tomorrow, board games and all unopened toiletries. Okay, yeah, all the toilet good. paper she has, paper towels, shampoos, fine creams and lotions. How does uh, how does drapery Wednesday sound to you? <laughs> we'll just do draperies, draperies <laughs> and, and and window coverings. Yeah, and throw in with that all cloth napkins also. Sure, yeah, any uh, cloth I, napkins she holds. Here's the thing: I'm guessing she probably has cloth napkins because well, she doesn't have. Plastic straws. She actually has one of those aluminum straws that she carries with her. Okay. When she goes to restaurants mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. She's one of those save the earth people. Okay. So I'm going to 
reduce her carbon footprint by giving away her apartment. <laughs> it's, it's, <I> mean, <laughs> it's ridiculous, but so is just giving somebody your keys. Yeah, she, I, I don't know why she gave me her keys. Oh, hang on a second. Let me ask this guy something. Hey, hey, what's the last vacation you went to? Uh, Cleveland. What did you do with your What did you do with your house keys while you were away? Uh, my wife didn't go. Oh, okay. That is a vacation. <laughs> <laughs> it is kind of a vacation. Yeah, a little bit, yeah. Um, yeah that's what right. you, you know, you can make jokes like that when you don't have a wife. <laughs> that's exactly correct. <laughs> now, it's time to, well, point our fingers and laugh at some people who probably have behaved in a manner that is, uh, well, less than couth, uncouth, if you will. It's the Mark mm-hmm. and the Paul dumbass of the day yeah absolutely by the way tomorrow's dumbass same time we'll tell you a story that will uh will dissuade you from ever embezzling from work it can turn out poorly okay then the dumbass is sponsored by ride now power sports at RideNow.com. you can see it at the mark and Anderpal facebook page it is monday only florida will do for us sure why not here. it's the cure to all that ills you over the weekend yep last thursday derek marlowe rode his bicycle onto campus at port orange high school okay. in not coincidentally port orange florida wow what are the odds uh, derek didn't get there to like 8 30 so classes had already started okay so when derek wandered down the hallways at the school looking to go into a class the, the hallways were completely empty right uh, derek got lucky though because another student was coming back from the restroom and entered a classroom without fully closing the door which would normally lock it that's the way they have the classroom that's set amazing up. that all the doors are locked at a, at a school now this, we're at that place now in yeah, our life yeah at least at this school so uh but this one kind of caught so derek was able to slip in moments behind the first student and take a seat all right uh derek was there for a few minutes when he started asking the teacher questions you know participating right. well, in yes. class. well that's what you're supposed to do you should be a participant kind of and make sure that you, you know you're learning that's the learning environment what do you mean why maybe why would you discourage a student from trying to better themselves educationally well in this situation it was a very bad idea because derek's slurred speech oh no gave away the fact that he was completely hammered oh well that's not good you know i mean especially because he's underage yeah well the teacher started answering the questions then he he realized that derek didn't even belong in the class yeah it's, it's kind of like pull the spicoli and uh, yeah, it's kind of yeah. like fast times at yeah. richmond high when the mr vargas mr. Asked vargas him. says yeah. you know they're going on a class trip to the morgue yeah and he's like hey are you in this class and spicoli uh, says i am today i am today yeah sure yeah no i understand that i've done that on occasion you sneak yeah. into a class that you don't belong in well, yeah, you know here's the thing though i don't know if people understand that standing in front of a group of students is not like standing on stage at uh at uh, a state farm stadium they can actually pick out somebody that doesn't belong in their class <laughs> exactly. they do know that yeah it's te- noticeable the teacher wound up pressing uh, the emergency button he has on his desk wow they have a panic button in their yep. school this school is yep. very secure yeah well not really that secure because derek was not in the right class no no well, in, in fact derek Derek didn't even belong there at all. Well, why wouldn't Derek belong? I mean, well, this is a high not a school. Student, right. No, Derek is a 51-year-old man. Oh. Who just happened to get drunk that morning and wander into the high school. So, yeah, their security is a little lax well, see, here and there. I believe it was Matthew McConaughey who said that's the great thing about high school girls. Mm-hmm. I keep getting yep. older and they stay the same age. Exactly. Right. Yep. Yeah, Derek Marlowe was taken in on that one. Not good. He winds up the Mark and Neanderthal dumbass of the day. Not only do I think that was a beautiful story that you just told, I know that was a beautiful story that you just told. This was so strange. We, uh, you know, we... 
fell asleep on Saturday night. That doesn't sound strange at all. That's not strange. Sounds normal. We woke up Sunday morning. All right. So far, everything is normal. All is well. My wife's phone buzzes. Okay. And like a text. Yeah, I'm like, I'm not sure what it is. And she's looking at it. I'm like, what's that? It's like, you know, first waking up in the morning. Right, sure. It's a little disorienting, sure. Yeah. And she goes, I got an alert on my phone. And I'm like, what for? And she goes, it's from HBO. Okay. Uh, yeah. What? What? And she goes. She said, "Cold Pursuit is being shown this month." Well, that seems like an odd thing to be alerted to. Like, a, like don't movie, don't movie channels add movies well, all the time? Shouldn't this, your I phone know? Be going I don't know nuts. The big deal was, and right. I'm like, "Cold Pursuit." I don't, right. even, I don't even remember that. What is it? Yeah, I've never heard of it. And she goes, "Liam Neeson stars as a snowplow driver bent <laughs> on avenging his son's death." And I'm like, okay, what? that's what that's that's the alert. That was something that needed to be you needed to be alerted to. And I'm like, a snowplow driver. I got to look this one up. Sure. And so I grabbed my iPad and I'm like, all right, cold pursuit. It came out in February of this year. I don't remember this one at all. But here's a quick synopsis of the movie. Okay, then. Cold Pursuit, which HBO is showing this month, by the way. By the way, this isn't a commercial. No. Brother. This is genuinely what happened. This is kick-ass. Okay. Uh, Nels Coxman's Quiet Nels Coxman. Really? That's, That's the name they got? Yeah, I'm sure the writers are in the, are in the room going, okay. <laughs> we, get, we need a name, something catchy. Nels? What is Nels? Never mind. Wait, till you, what do you hear the surname? Coxman. Coxman. Run with it. All right. I like where you're going. Nels Coxman's quiet life as a snowplow driver. That would be quiet. I would think so, yes. You know, the listen to the rhythm of the falling snow <laughs> in the middle of nowhere. Sure. Nels Coxman's quiet life as a snowplow driver comes crashing down when his beloved son dies under mysterious circumstances. As opposed to the middle child who's not so beloved. <laughs> his search for the truth soon becomes a quest for revenge. Of course it does. Against a psychotic drug lord named Viking and his sleazy henchmen. See, I've, I've always felt that drug lords should have nice henchmen. Yes, I was going to say, well, well henchmen, you know, it's a... I was like... That's a hostile work environment is what that is. So a snowplow driver right. is going to take on the local drug lord and his henchmen and, of course, win. It's a it's a Liam Neeson movie. He's right. N- he's not dead at the end of the movie. Everybody else is. Well, you know what they say about, uh, about a snowplow driver. What? I have a particular set of skills <laughs> that is only applicable from the end of October until about mid-March. You know, you know this part from the movie Taken, right? This part? Right. I will find you. Yes. And I will kill you. But then I will clear your driveway <laughs> so you can walk to the to the mailbox and get your paper. I don't know who you are. And I don't know if it's going to be a heavy snow or light dusting. <laughs> I don't know if it's going to be good packing for a snowball fight. I'm not sure if the lake effect is going to add extra inches to the forecast. <laughs> but I will find you. You know how you avoid the revenge of a snowplow driver. You just move to a, you know, a desert climate like here in the valley. That's what you do there. I was like, oh, a snowplow driver. I, I, I did miss that one when it was in the theaters. I was busy that day. Obviously, <laughs> when it was I in imagine, the theaters. You know, uh, well, uh, welcome to Acme Snow Plowing. What's your name? Nels Coxman. Nels Coxman. Nels Coxman. You're hired just because of your name. I like where you go with this. Nels, are you? Uh, do you have a, a preclusion toward revenge? Not unless you kill my favorite son. <laughs> my favorite son is killed, and then I go absolutely crazy with my particular set of skills. Let me ask you this: Are the blades on your snow plow particularly sharp? And I use them to exact my revenge 
on those who have killed my family. Yeah. Ah, all right. So uh, <laughs> that's a, if you. So are... here's the thing. By the way, snowplow driver, you're down the list of like potential revenge <laughs> employment options. Like, like, can you imagine the the, the the writers are in their office? Hey, Mark, what do you got there? Uh, I'm going to go. Should he be a police officer? No, no. Uh, doctor? No, no, no. Lawyer? No. Stockbroker? No. Assistant manager at Home Depot? No. Uh, uh, fry cook? No, 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 no. How about snowplow driver? Well, it does sort of limit geographically the amount of people yep. that would be interested in attending this. Like, who in New Mexico is thinking, right. oh, a snowplow driver? Yeah. I can absolutely relate to that. Right. We're looking for somebody leading a quiet life. Snowplow driver? Check it. Yep. And somebody who probably would be thoroughly enraged if you messed with his favorite son. <laughs> Watched, um, I did watch. Tell me to watch the uh, the yesterday movie. Yeah, it was uh, good, right? It, it was it was better than I thought it would be, but not as good as I wanted it to be. If you know what I mean, it's it's the movie where the guy you know has a has He's an accident guy, he, yeah. and he, he wakes up to realize the rest of the world doesn't know about the Beatles. He's the only guy, so he starts singing their songs, and of course, it becomes the biggest act in the world. It's a fun movie. I thought it was pretty yeah, good. It has it has moments to it, and I had I had a plot. I, I, my thought as to what the plot was is not exactly what the plot was. I'm not going to give it away for those that want to see it. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it had some laughs. So, you know what I, what I think is amazing, though, is clearly the movie was not marketed for people like you and me. It was marketed for younger people. It was a, another reminder that the Beatles are the greatest well, band in the history of music. You know what's crazy is that I just saw the other day on one of those streaming services where you get your music online, it was 30% of all the people listening to Beatles songs – are between the age of 18 and 24. That's my point. That's exactly that's, the point I'm trying to make. Is that's I think yeah, that's, that's they, amazing. That's who they were marketing this movie at was was obviously younger people yep. to try to point out and to to let everybody know that the Beatles music resonates again another generation yeah. is engrossed in it. How many generations will it be? It's yeah. that's just, you know, that, that's something that you really can't argue how great they are. Right. I mean, even I, we went to see McCartney a few months ago. Uh, my wife and I took four guests, and they were all under the age of 29. Okay. And they were all like, oh, my God, that was fantastic. I knew every song. You know, and so yeah. it, it was, and it was a great show, and and didn't matter what age you were. And, and here's the thing, unless you think that the two of us are swinging, the reality is – Mark's favorite band is not the Beatles. No. My favorite band is not the Beatles. But history and the world and the universe have already made the decision for us. We could argue it, but we're wrong. They are the I, greatest band in the history yeah. of music. No, I love the Beatles. If they I, are what they are. If I was stranded on a desert island, I would need to have some Beatles. With yeah. Me. You know, if, it, if, I, if you gave me a choice of five albums or something like that, I'd have to have a Beatles album in there. But Yeah, they are so phenomenally good. They are the most important band. It's not even about music anymore. They were... When you think about a band that changed the world, their music, their the experience, I know neither one of us know you were alive when that when it happened, but yeah. you were still really young. Yeah, I didn't understand the full impact yeah, of yeah. it and everything, but I but I loved the songs from the from the moment I heard them. Yeah, my, it was my over when brother, I was born. My my older brother and sister were listening to them. So um, I, I even you know what even McCartney's album from last year it's called Egypt Station. Right, it's really really good. Well, you know, remember when Paul McCartney walked into uh, into the the studios with the guys from Nirvana? Yeah, when they were doing that movie, and he goes, "Hey, can I change the arrangement of this song?" And they went, "Sure, you're Paul McCartney. You can do whatever you want." And they won a Grammy. Yeah, like there's still something magical about the Beatles. They can and their music transcends music and becomes it's healing. You know what it healings it heals society. You know what probably is the greatest piece of evidence as to how powerful the Beatles music is? Well, the, the protest when, when John said that they were bigger than, than, than No, Jesus. no. The biggest piece of evidence is when the decision was made to fight chronic dry eye syndrome. 
All right. Those people who had suffered it knew they were fighting a big, big enemy. And they decided to get two of the heaviest hitters they could. They got Jennifer Aniston and they said, what music can we put in the background? Well, there are too many beautiful things to do and see in your life to let chronic dry eye symptoms get in the way. I don't think there's any more proof that you need that they are the greatest band in the world. When you want to fight something as heinous as constant and chronic dry eye syndrome, you know, you take on you take it on with a, with a powerful force, and that is the Beatles. You know what is uh, the greatest irony and tragedy of being diagnosed with chronic dry eye syndrome? What you want to cry, and but yet you, you can't. can't. Yeah. If you need any more proof as to how great the Beatles are, it's it's right there for you. Yeah, right there. The, the evidence is clear. Listen to Mark and Neanderthal when you get Pretty to work. Sure they're illegal with the free KSLX app. One hundred point seven. KSLX. Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel any time. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better, you really can do it. But nobody is going to do it for you. And nobody has to because you can do it if you have the right tools and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great. Season's greetings. Hey, dude, shoes here. Is there anything better than going home for the holidays? Of course not. Well, that's exactly how your toes feel after slipping on a pair of Hey Dude shoes. Hey Dude makes the lightest, comfiest, and coziest shoes out there. They make each step as holly and jolly as can be. So, give the gift of comfy this holiday season. Welcome home for the holidays, toes. Hey Dude, good to go to. 